This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is celebrating not 75 years, but 76 years of providing Tennesseans with high-quality health coverage at an affordable cost. Visit FBHP.com to learn about our history in Tennessee. With Amy Wells and the ever-reliable Rhett Bryan, I'm Mike Keith. We are back from Senior Bowl. We are five weeks away from the start of the league year. Sort of the calm before the storm, if you will, as it is Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week, um, so things are a little stormy here for a different reason. I'm always cranky during Super Bowl week, so I apologize in advance. Yeah, when I'm not there, it just makes me a little salty. Well, but think about this, though. Super Bowl next year in Vegas. Oh, that's fun. Would that be... I think that would be good. That would be real good. Yeah, that would Super be fun. Bowl the following year, Super Bowl 59, February 9, 2025, Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. That would be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are good places. See, Mike, that helps. I'm, so so maybe, maybe it's on the horizon for us. Yeah. Location specific. Location like specific. Yeah. Of course, I would go to... Iceland, if yeah. the Titans were in a Super Bowl, and I would be thrilled to be there. Yeah. Listen, if it was on another planet and we needed one of uh, Elon Musk's rockets, I would want to I be there. I would go. I would yeah. volunteer. I'm with yeah. you. I agree. I'd do it. All right. So as we start the news of the week and we begin to look at things, uh, first of all, congratulations, Rhett Bryan from the Reese's Senior Bowl. That guy hit the talk of the week. Tajay Spears running back Tulane. He started in on him early in the week, and then the rest of the national media copied Rhett Bryan. <laughs> Good job, Brett. That's, what happened. That's exactly what happened. Woo-hoo. But you did. You, you were on him early. You were on him often. And by the time the week was up, he was the, the talk of the week. So congratulations, Rhett. You got it. Nice young man and going to make somebody a really nice running back uh, at the next level. His game... Uh, if we're talking comp right now, because he's a bigger player than what I'm about to mention, but he reminds me of kind of Elijah Mitchell and what he's been doing for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, but, you know, Tajay Spears, 5'9", 205, uh, and he's got an explosive uh, first couple of steps. The only question about Spears, however, is he's had some knee stuff mm-hmm. and going to have to answer that at the Combine, which is actually three weeks away. Uh, we will be at the Combine February 28th through March 6th. That's when it concludes. Probably won't be there in, through March 6th, but we'll be there for the week. And so the medicals and all of the things done back in Amy Wells' favorite city of Indianapolis <laughs> as the Combine continues. It is my favorite city for the NFL scouting combine. Let's just be honest. That's you, what it is. You want to move there. I don't. Want, I've already lived there before. I don't want to go back. You want to be the mayor of, it. I mean, she loves Indianapolis. Well, I, let me say this, for convenience and those things, I would vote that it stay there in perpetuity. Rhett Bryan, ladies and gentlemen. Until we get the new stadium built here and we're able to host it here. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm telling you. Uh, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's going to be, with the new stadium, that's going to be something else that will be able to be hosted here. Because guess be what great. we have in Nashville? A lot of good health care. Yeah, lots of good health care. And a lot, that's a, with Ascension St. Thomas and the relationship that, that we have. And I mean, they're fabulous doctors and nurses and technicians and specialists. And monofilament field turf. And all of that. 
we will be able to host the combine someday here because of that facility. Just oh. one more reason we're excited to get the new stadium in 2026 or 2027. And that will be wildly convenient yes. for us. Yes. Which is what I ultimately care about. <laughs> convenient. You have to get your sleep. I like to get my sleep. You don't sleep. like traffic. I don't like traffic. And you like to have places to eat. Yeah. All things that Nashville provides. So three weeks away from the combine, and uh, you will learn names over the next few weeks. You will learn all sorts of things that lead up to the draft. Kind of let me take you through the timetable really quickly. Of course, the Super Bowl is in Glendale, Arizona this Sunday. The waiver system begins for 2023 on Monday. Wow. So it's like the old Steve McNair post-Super Bowl commercial that was on where he was sitting in the chaise lounge out by the pool with his fancy bathrobe on and they were singing, tomorrow, tomorrow, the sun will come out tomorrow because, it was a great ad, because as of next Monday, we're all O&O. 32 like teams are O&O as the year starts. Love it. Uh, Tuesday, February 21st, two weeks Teams can designate franchise or transition players. That is going to be interesting to watch, particularly in Baltimore, we think, with Lamar Jackson. We shall see. The Combine opens Tuesday, February 28th. Already mentioned that. And it runs a week. And then March the 13th, five weeks away, less than five weeks away, the, what do they call it here, the... um, Free agency negotiation period begins. Otherwise known as legal tampering. Bingo. (laughs) I love legal tampering. Why not just call it what it is? Because it sounds so wrong. It sounds shady, and I love it. But that's the whole thing is NFL teams get to be shady for 48 hours before the league year begins on Wednesday, March the 15th. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I, I love that the league built it right into the calendar. But it, but it's so great because you, you've got this feeling that people are sitting in somebody's driveway ready to walk up and knock on their... That doesn't happen anymore. Used to. It, it used mm-hmm. to happen, yeah. But now with technology, you don't have to... But a coach would be waiting outside mm-hmm. because he wanted that player to know, we want you this badly. We're sitting outside your house at 1159. I think it's great. I like that they were like, well, we know you guys are going to do this anyway, so we may as well make it legal for 48 hours, do whatever you need to do, and then let's rock and roll. Okay, so then, 3 o'clock Central Time, Wednesday, March the 15th, what happens? The league year starts, and that means you can sign free agents. So you will probably have agreed to some deals beforehand, but you can sign free agents, you can do all the things with the testing in terms of the medical. You can bring them in. Those things certainly can happen. And at 3 o'clock that day, the top 51 rule is in effect. That means all clubs must be under the 2023 salary cap of $224.8 million prior to 3 o'clock based on their top 51 salaries. And then with the 53 part gets when you get into the regular season, correct? It gets to the first week of the season. Yeah. I think roughly midweek. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday okay. of week one. First week of the season is going to be Sunday, September 10th. So obviously there will be a Thursday night game on the 7th, 
There's Monday night football on the 11th, but for that's the week you have to be 53 salaries, practice squad, injured reserve, anything else. But starting five weeks from now, 3 o'clock on March the 15th, teams must be under the salary cap by 3 o'clock Central Time based on their top 51 salaries. Two weeks after that, the league spring meetings at the Biltmore, Arizona, and that's where we'll find out about rules changes. We'll find out about other things that the league is going to bring about for 2023. There are four major league meetings. They are quarterly. This one is clearly the biggest one in terms of news. This one's the biggest one in terms of news, mainly because of those rules committee meetings and all of the rules changes that come out of it. Um, This is really, it's a three-day event. There's a lot of things that happen. Everybody makes it a point to be at these meetings. It's not just owners. There's head coaches. There's general managers. There's front office staff there. Um, so those are kind of the big meetings of the year. And there's always some interesting stuff that comes out of there. And they're always at very beautiful places. They're beautiful locales. Biltmore, Arizona this year. Very nice place. Which is any Biltmore is, you know. Outstanding. Yeah, it's okay. That one has birds in the lobby. Well, the Vanderbilts liked birds in the lobby. Well, and that's, I mean, good for them. The Biltmore in, in Asheville is very mm-hmm. beautiful as well. Yeah. If you've never been there, you should go. Highly suggested. Highly suggested. Uh, Travel tips. All right. So this is what we got going on, and it's about to get rolling. You're going to hear about coaches that are added to the Titans roster. The Titans still without an offensive coordinator, still without an offensive line coach, still without a secondary coach. They haven't announced anything. There are certainly reports that are out there right now. Um the, the reports that are out there is the Titans have agreed to terms with Washington's Chris Harris, but he's interviewing for defensive coordinator jobs. So, Most recently, the Houston Texans. Yeah, so he yeah. may never get here. Who knows? And, and who knows if any of this is even accurate? Um, reports that the Titans have agreed to terms with Lori Locus, who spent time in Tampa on their defensive staff. Believe she was an assistant with the defensive line. Correct. That's correct. Yep. Coach Mack says she can coach. Coach Mack says she's a ball coach. He knows her. Yep. Knows her well. Says she's a ball coach. That's all I need to know. Yep. I'm here for it. I'm excited. So wherever she's coaching on defense, fine by me. Yep. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah, she, uh, Coach Mack and I had a conversation about this. I met her at the Senior Bowl mm-hmm. last week. When she came rushing over to? Coach Mack. Coach, coach Dave Mack. McGinnis. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, she had been with that... Um, the football alliance, the Birmingham Iron, I think. And then Bruce Arians had inquired about her and brought her to Tampa. And so, uh, but yeah, uh, so it sounds like she interviewed with Coach Vrabel and sounds like uh, things are going well. And uh, yeah, he he gave her the seal of approval, Coach Mack did. So we know that. Yep. Coach Mack, by the way, needs a shout out. The player that he talked about at the Senior Bowl the most, Osiris Torrance, who played at Louisiana and then transferred with his coach to Florida. According to Dane Brugler, whose opinion I respect, draft analyst Dane Brugler of The Athletic, I'm a big fan. And you have to admit, I've been a big fan for a long time. You have. Even before he was Dane Brugler of The Athletic. When he was just Dane Brugler. Well, and then finding out he was trained by 
our legendary scout, Seal Bracado, makes a lot of sense. He says Osiris Torrance, guard Florida, was the best player at the Senior Bowl, regardless of position. Wow. Regardless of position. And he's Coach Mack's guy. Coach Mack's been on him all along. Thinks he's a guard that you're going to draft and he will play right away. Uh, whispers that I hear lately is that he helped himself well enough last week in Mobile that he is the bottom third of the first round of the NFL draft. Well, and the good news for the Titans, who have the 42nd pick, is because he's a guard, he probably won't go as high as what his projection is. Whereas a quarterback normally goes higher, right? a guard normally falls. And the cornerbacks and the edge rushers and the quarterbacks and those things push those things down. That's exactly right. We have seen that in many drafts. So it's possible that Osiris Torrance, Florida Gator, could end up there at 42 if the Titans want to select him. Or he could go more highly if somebody is absolutely in love with him as a player or if they have a need or if they just say, this is what our board says and we're going to stick with our board. And that does happen. And and the other thing that happens is positionally sometimes there's a run on the first round or higher graded talent of a particular position. That's true. Well, last year, Cole Strange went to New England at the end of the first round. Yeah, at 24, I think. Much more high in terms of the pick than what anybody anticipated because they clearly had him at the top of their board from what was left, and they just stuck with their pick. They just said, this is what we're going to do, and he played very well for the Patriots by all rights this year. Um, Some people can't be that true because of their need at another position, and they say, well, we'd like to take this player here. This is where we have him ranked, but we got to get a receiver. We got to get a corner, and as Rhett says, we fear a run. So we shall see, Uh, but kudos to Coach Dave McGinnis. Can I give a shout-out to... Go right ahead, Amy Wells. I would like to give a shout-out to Mike Keith. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who has also been making news in the last, say, 36 hours. What news have I made? Well, Mike Keith, thank you for asking. Turns out Peyton Manning is a huge fan of yours, according to Jim Wyatt. Um, Hang on. Just, Rhett, do we have the audio? Can we roll that, please? Hey, here we go. Absolutely. And I wouldn't call, like, like what I'm doing broadcasting. Uh, You know, Eli and I, we're the, uh, I'm not sure what we're doing. But, uh, no, Mike's the best. Uh, uh, I stay in touch with Mike. You know, text him, obviously, during Tennessee Vols uh, victories and, uh, uh he texted me kind of a clip of, uh, of Rand Carthon. They were watching some film of uh, when Rand was playing, when I was playing. So uh, Mike's the best. I've uh, been doing it a long time. Uh, true pro and uh, obviously a great volunteer as well. Okay, so there you have it. Apparently he's a big friend of, friend of yours. You that guys nice text back and forth. That was nice of him to say. Mm-hmm. It's possible it's the first nice thing he's ever said about me publicly. <laughs> well, it's nice that you say that because I actually had a conversation with Peyton Manning about you Why? in like 2019. Don't ask these questions. Um, but we had a conversation and he actually said the exact opposite. So, 
Rhett, can you play that too? You know, as soon as this banquet is over, that's what I'll be celebrating more, not just being inducted into the Hall of Fame, is that Mike will stop emailing me and texting me. He, he texts me and emails me the same thing. In case I don't get the text, I have the email as a backup. So it's a lot of Mike, and uh, that'll be what I'll be celebrating most tonight, uh, besides just going into the Hall of Fame. So now Peyton Manning's speaking out of both hey, sides of his mouth. Hang on just a second. That's more like it. <laughs> that is my relationship with Peyton Manning over the years. He, When he was a player at Tennessee, I know this is hard for people to believe, but I had a talk show in Knoxville. I think a lot of people would believe that. So I had a talk show, and um, Brent Hubbs, who um, works for On3 and runs the VolQuest website and is you know absolutely the authority on Vol Sports, he was just starting out, and he worked with me at that point. And he comes in and he says, during a break, he says, uh, you're going to want to take a line, whatever. It's Peyton Manning. When we come back from break, you're going to want to take this call. I said, Peyton Manning is not, he's Tennessee's quarterback. I can't have current athletes on my show by rule. Really? Well, by rule of the University of Tennessee. So if I violate this, then I'm going to be in trouble with the sports information department. So I'm sitting here going, okay, A, is it really Peyton Manning? Because a lot of times when you host a talk show for the OT people, I pull back the curtain. (laughs) When you get in those situations and you're discussing it off air, A, very good chance it's not Peyton Manning. B, very good chance it's somebody who's going to get on there and then just say something obscene. Right. Because they're trying to embarrass you. They want to tape it. Hey, let's welcome Peyton Manning to the show. And then whomever comes on. Gratuitous cursing. Yes, and and it becomes something that just ends up being (laughs) obscene. Those are the moments that you have. You hope you have a dump button. Yeah. I mean, just all kinds of bad things could happen. (laughs) So I'm weighing this. Am I going to get in trouble with the sports information department? They're already crazed when it comes to Peyton Manning. Right. Okay. Rightly so. Well, because he had just done the thing where he said, I'm coming back for my senior year. So now he's a bigger hero than Davy Crockett. He's on all <laughs> of the different shows and whatever around the country. He's on Good Morning America. I, I mean, the whole thing's crazy. So Hubbard says, I think it really is him. I said, do we do this? He goes, well, he said, you know, we got a chance to have Peyton Manning on the show. He says, whatever trouble we're going to get in will be worth it. Yeah. Because that's the way Hubs is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's this guy. Forgiveness, not permission. Well, and yeah. who did he learn it from? You. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you're right. We've got to take the chance. So we come back. Welcome back to Sports Talk here on News Talk 99. Let's go to the phones. Peyton on line, I don't remember, line three. It's Peyton Manning. He says, hey, just drive along. What's going on? Well, first first part of the story is it's 1997 and he's got a car phone. Yeah. <laughs> and it was at that time a car phone. It wasn't yes. a mobile device. It was just it was a, like attached to the attached car. Attached to the car. And yeah. but his dad's Archie Manning and you know the whole thing. Yeah. So no surprise. So I'm like, hey Peyton, how you doing? So I ask him something that only Peyton would know. And sure enough, he goes, I'm just calling to quiz you. And I'm like, oh, this is not gonna be good for me. He goes, yeah. They had the Pro Scouts in today. Everybody, even the guys who aren't eligible for the draft, ran 40 times. Who do you think was the fastest? 
Well, Tennessee has a who's who of receivers at that point. I mean, it's a track team. It's Marcus Nash. It's Peerless Price. I mean, it's Greg Kyler. I mean, they've got all these guys that can run, run. Um, and so, of course, every one of my guesses is wrong. Sure. It's actually a guy named Andy McCullough who went to high school with Peerless Price, who was this unbelievable athlete, never became a great receiver. He was more great athlete, but he ran like four, three something. So Peyton did exactly what he wanted. He made me look bad on my own show. Yeah. Which is. And that was the first of a series. Oh, that's (laughs) us. You just heard. That was the whole thing. So I don't really have a relationship with him for like 14, 15 years because he plays for the Colts. We're the Titans. All we want to do is beat him. Fair. I I mean, that was the whole thing. All these, my relatives from East Tennessee would say, isn't that great? Peyton did so good. You know, and I mean, no. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's not not, great. How can you not pull for Peyton? I'm like, very easily. Yeah. Somebody else in his division signs my paycheck. It's my job. Yes. Yeah. So I think I saw him probably one time, and we always had a, a solid relationship when he was a player at Tennessee. Uh, he he liked to give me a hard time just constantly because he he thought and probably accurately so that I was being a know it all all the time because hmm. that was kind of the I mean we did a talk show so what was I gonna do you right? got to talk you got to yeah. talk and you have to offer opinions and when the opinions are wrong certain people always yeah want to give you the business occupational hazard so I get a call in 2016. And they said, uh, Peyton Manning, friend of mine at the University of Tennessee, says Peyton Manning is giving multi-million dollars to the University of Tennessee. I said, whoa, whoa, that's nice. I said, He's doing a reception, and it's a very exclusive dealio with like 50 of the biggest people. And there were several billionaires in the room, by the way. Wow. I mean, it was a thing. And they said, Bob Kessling who's the voice of the Vols, has to do um, a baseball game. Would you be willing to come host with Peyton? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's retired at this point. There, there's no problem anymore. I was like, yes, I will be there. So literally, I drove over there on a Friday, and I drove back that night. I was in Knoxville for two hours because we were busy doing something during the day, and I just said, yeah, I'm going to do it. So – um, I had worked with him on what he wanted to talk about because this will stun you. He prepares for everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems about right. Yeah. I would have guessed. Um, and so since that time, I've gotten to do four events with him, four or five events with him. He prepares the same every time. What would you guess is the one story he has to tell that everybody wants to hear at every event? I don't know. College or NFL? While he was in the NFL. Oh, I don't know. He tells the story. He has to tell the story about when he hosted Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the skit is the one where he's playing football with the little kids. And it's just, really good, too. In the yeah. neighborhood. Yep. If you haven't ever watched it, I mean, I'm sure it's on YouTube or oh, somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. And it's a, it's is it so like funny. a fake United Way commercial yes. or yeah. something? Yep. It, it is 
So good. Because when Eli hosted, he did something similar that well, was pretty funny. The but only yeah. this. Thing, the only thing I've ever seen, so it's totally against his persona. You know, that's, I don't want to give the bit away, and I'm, I'm certainly not going to tell his part of the story, because if you ever have, have the chance to hear him speak, hearing him tell the story of how they shot it is magnificent. But the only thing I've ever seen where somebody goes so against their type, 180, was Wayne Brady on Dave Chappelle. And, and if you've ever seen that skit, that's one of the most ridiculously funny things ever. <laughs> it is so wrong. Well, this is so wrong, too, and... He loved doing it, and he tells, I mean, he tells just great stories. I got to host something with his dad one time as well. Um, I don't email and text him. I don't, that's not true. That's not what he says okay, in this clip. I know, the second clip or the first clip? The first one. He says well, you're I did, texting buddy. I did send him, so Coach Mac did the Microsoft Surface beneath the Surface feature with Rand Carthon, where Rand was playing for Indianapolis against us. And Rand really enjoyed it. He really enjoyed seeing the clips of him play. And it was fun to watch Peyton as his quarterback, and he referenced Peyton. And so I did. I forwarded that to Peyton. And he did watch it, and he did enjoy it. If anybody's texting, I, I don't text him for... It's him texting you? Occasionally. Well, when I've got to do something. or <laughs> His son Marshall is a huge Derrick Henry fan. So Marshall's all in anything Derrick Henry. I have seen pictures of Marshall in a Derrick Henry jersey. Which we like. Yes. That's very cool. That's very cool. But, I mean, it was nice of him to say something nice about me, and I'm I'm appreciative. He says you're the best. Saw Marshall make a couple of tosses at the Pro Bowl. There's something there, huh? Did you see Marshall throw that ball? Yes, I did. Uh So I watched that back. I was like, I'm going to run that back. I watched it three times. Marshall has a better throwing motion, maybe even than his dad. He, I mean, to be, what is he, 11? He is 11. It's pretty awesome. So the future is bright for the Manning family. So the future is bright. A couple questions before we finish up this OTP, which has really just kind of been all over the block, hasn't it? Yeah, but I kind of like these all over the road The Uncle Mike story time? Yeah, well, I like (laughs) being able to pull back the curtain of what our conversations are actually like, which is chaotic. But let me just say, let me go back to the Manning thing. I don't Mm -hmm. text him every day, and he doesn't text me every day. When when I saw the look on his face when Jim White asked him the question, I thought, okay, now I'm going to get hit again. I thought I'm going to get hit hard. He's going to make, but it is true. I did send him the Rand Carthon thing, which is probably the first thing I've texted him in a long time. Like a week. No, that's not true. <laughs> I don't do that. I do not do that. Don't say that because I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time is different for everybody. Yeah, but when that's... you're missing your friend. Well, but Rand Carthon is his guy. Yeah, no, it's very nice. That was a very heads-up play by you. I and thought that was a nice thing. was awesome. It, it was. really was good. It was so good. And to see Ran and how thrilled he was to see himself in action. Um, did Ashley Farrell edit that? I'm not sure who edited it. it, it one of the three, but it was phenomenal. Really well done. Well, Ashley Farrell, Jack Mummert, Jeanette Morley, whomever did it that works on our team, just really well done. Yep. Agreed. You can go to TennesseeTitans.com and find that. You can go to TennesseeTitans.com and find interviews that we did from the Senior Bowl. We are posting them every day this week, two a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some really good ones. 
and um, giving you a chance to meet these guys a little bit, get to know their names. Uh, a lot of them very, very impressive. Um, earlier this week, we posted Eric Gray, the running back from Oklahoma. We posted Darnell Wright, offensive lineman, Tennessee. We posted Byron Young, outside linebacker, Tennessee. We posted McClendon Curtis, offensive lineman from Chattanooga, who actually is from Chattanooga, which is kind of cool. Uh, so, TennesseeTitans.com. And Amy Wells, if you follow her on Twitter, at TitansAmy, at TitansAmy, A-M-I-E, um, she had all the shots of Coach Mack being the mayor of Mobile last week. <laughs> Including a doozy of Mack and Rhett in their matching sweatshirts that might be my Christmas card this year. <laughs> might be Titans Radio's Christmas card this year. It's just so quality. The thing you missed, and I think you did a brilliant job, but I do have to critique there had to be some stepbrothers reference right there. <laughs> you know, hindsight, yes. You might have missed the mark. I, I didn't even think about that. No, I definitely missed an opportunity there, but it, it was late. OT people, follow Amy Wells on Twitter, at TitansAmy, A-M-I-E, and follow Rhett Bryan on Twitter as well, at RhettBTennessee, and that is Rhett, like Rhett Butler with an R, at RhettBTennessee. Could follow both of them. Yeah, I'm sure now you've probably added thousands of followers just since that was mentioned on the OTP. Yep, it's halftime of the OTP, by the way, and halftime of the OTP is brought to you by Duncan. Duncan has a new rewards program, Duncan Rewards. It's really, really fantastic. The marketing department they say we have a new rewards program, and we're Duncan, so we'll call it Duncan Rewards. Um, these are rewards you can really use. Use your points to get a free donut. Use your points to get a free coffee. From ice lattes to breakfast sandwiches, redeem your points for the Dunkin' that keeps you running. Join today on the Dunkin' app and start saving and stacking your way to free Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin' terms apply. Red, how many points do you have now? Uh, about 500, I think. Yeah. Whoa, Red's Red. Rolling. I'm at 812. Look at you guys. Yeah. Just coffee fiends. We are. But other things, too. Yeah. Brought my dad a donut yesterday. He likes a good afternoon donut. So oh, That sounds good. I might well, get so a donut a after or, this. This is what you do. You order on the app, medium or large coffee, donut for $1. Really? Yeah. And they have a brownie batter latte that they've just introduced for Valentine's. I think I might be going to Dunkin' immediately there following the conclusion of this podcast. Okay, so who wins the Super Bowl, Rep, Brian? I say the Kansas City Chiefs still do it. I just... Patrick Mahomes is, I think about the, the conversation, speaking of OTPs, that we had at the Senior Bowl with Stefania Bell, the injury analyst for ESPN. She said he'll have two weeks to prepare for this. And she, she said, in my opinion, I think he was just playing through a difficult injury and did not hurt it any worse than what it was. And if he's got two weeks to get ready, which he will have by the time that happens, I, I, I just, they've been there and done that. But there's a part of you that goes, but the Eagles are riding something special. I still say it's the Kansas City Chiefs, though. Yeah, I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that they've had, they've just had it firing on all cylinders all season long. I think they've got too many complete phases of that game. I mean, Kansas City is riding a lot on fancy things and kind of a, a flick of the wrist and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and magic that seems to happen with Kansas City and they're winning and it works and that's great. I think that Philadelphia is a more complete 
stable team, and I think that's going to show on Sunday. I think we run it back to Super Bowl, I guess it was 50, where Carolina came in 15-1, and and they were supposed to beat Denver, and then didn't. I think Philadelphia is Carolina in that equation. I think if the game were played with no week off, Philadelphia wins. I like Kansas City with two weeks, not just because of health, but because of coaching, because they've been there. But most importantly, I think Kansas City can block Philadelphia's front. And because I believe that, I think Patrick Mahomes will show out. I also think Steve Spagnuolo will have something for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia offense. I'll tell you what, I guess I wasn't paying too close attention to this matchup due to my overall anger of not being in it. Agreed. Uh Uh-huh. Um... This is the Andy Reid Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, all roads lead to Andy Reid in this matchup. I was watching Used to something. Coach in Philly? Yeah, coached in Philly. He's coached with like every single person that's going to be on the field. He fired Nick Sariani when he became the head coach of the Chiefs. And that has always been a little pain point for him, which also I think makes this matchup yeah. interesting from a coaching perspective. He, now I shouldn't say that. He didn't fire him, he did not retain him as receivers coach. Yeah, I mean, he let him, he let the guy walk. And, and Sariani, to his credit, has said, Andy Reid was super about. Mm-hmm. He, he said, listen, I got a guy. Yeah. You'll, you'll be okay. You know, you're going to do well. And then he went on to the Chargers and everything's worked out. But Sirianni's clearly a guy who he, he, keeps, he keeps receipts. receipts. Yeah, I agree. He keeps receipts. But I, I just thought that was so interesting. Every road leads to Andy Reid in this Super Bowl. It's wild. And it's the biggest gap in coaches' ages in Super Bowl history. Hmm. And it's the two youngest quarterbacks starting against each other in Super Bowl history at 27 and 24 years old. Yes. Two African-American quarterbacks. Two black quarterbacks. Starting in the Super Bowl for the first time ever. Yep. A lot of, lot of firsts in this one. How do we feel about the Kelsey brothers' mom? Do you think she's a nervous wreck? I think she I've wins had, either way. I think I've had enough. Oh, you're done? I you're think, done with I'm, Donna? I'm, I'm a little... Yeah, that story. Of course, during Super Bowl week, I get grumpy like you do. And when I start to get the same stories over and over again. It makes you. Yeah, that's why I wanted to record this OTP early in the week. So because. Because I could get, I could go off on tangents about so many different things. All the dumb questions at media night. But that's the point of media night is dumb questions. Yes. That's the whole point. You get so many non-sports people covering a sports event. You've got to give them one night to get all of the goof-a-loop stuff off, and then we can carry on. Having done that and having witnessed that 23 years ago, it it hasn't changed. You know, things in life have progressed. You know, we have have better technology. We have better health care. We have better cars. We have this, that, and the other. Super Bowl press day has not. No. There are still some people there that ask and I mean I know they have to but it's the most chaotic experience I've ever had in my life. There was a guy there when we were there and he was in later hosen. Oh yeah. And that was a kind of an interesting. Well it just makes you wonder it's like did they filter anybody for credentials? Well I don't I mean I guess they have to credential him because this guy was with a legitimate outlet. I, I, I guess he was part of the thing. Leader Hosen Weekly? <laughs> Maybe. Monthly. <laughs> well, but I mean, you're sitting there, you're looking at that, and you're going, huh. I mean, that you know, it's a look. It wouldn't work on me, but... Uh, I'm from Beerstein Collectors Magazine. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I... 
you know. It's just chaotic. I did meet Tara Lipinski there. At a media day, a well, Super Bowl oh, and media you cry day. Every time you see a figure skater. Uh, well, so. and I, I didn't cry. I just it was very exciting. Like Sean Johnson, you. Okay, she is a gymnast. Yes, but I didn't still, cry. But she's very small, though. But you she really. But small. you got real excited. I did get really excited. Yeah, you get really excited over I Olympians. like the Olympic sport. Yes, it's great. <laughs> Touches part of my heart. Peyton Manning didn't say you were the best, though. No. Okay, let's. <laughs> oh, let's there wow. it is. <laughs> and this is going to happen for the rest of our lives. Yes. May. Uh. <laughs> Wait till my next contract negotiation. Oh my God. Uh, Farm Bureau health plans. <laughs> we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Goat. Yeah. And so are you, Mike Keith. Thank you so much. So <laughs> are you. <laughs> but see, this is what I love about being able to say that on the OTP. The OT people know that's a joke. They get that. See, this is why, and you got on me because I retweeted it. To, because with yeah, all those weird keep, look faces, and, okay, they were a little eye rolly heads because I knew what was coming, <laughs> and here we sit, ladies and gentlemen. I said it one time. You did. I won't say it again. That's not true. But That's I, not even a little bit true. <laughs> Can I you, set you up for the Farm Bureau Health Plans reader? Yes, please. Uh, uh, I'm going to do this in old Three Stooges fashion. Do you remember this bit when they go, "I say, Jasper, what comes after 75? 76." That's how many years they've been protecting Tennesseans. See how much you could save on your health coverage with uh, what we hope is not our former sponsor, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get a quote at FBHP.com. We love the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans. They are very good to us. And we love the OT people. We do. Thank, thank you so much. We need to have some sort of gathering of the OT people. Well, let's work on that. Yes. Need to have a gathering of the OT people. And do an OTP live in front of the OT people. Yes. Can we call it something better than a gathering? No, no I like the gathering of the OT people. It's the conclave of the OT people. Yeah, it feels like we should be drinking out of goblets or something. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> terrible. We've got to find a place and and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we're the calling gathering it not of the, the gathering. OTP. Yes, we will. We will call it the gathering of the OT people. <laughs> I think this is a terrible name. You don't like that? No. And because you turn everything into acronyms, it would be the G-O-T-P, the GOTP. I d- didn't and say that. And that would be you terrible. You said that, and now that sounds like a t-shirt. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Hope yes. you've enjoyed this edition of the OTP for Rhett, Brian, and Amy Wells. I'm Mike Keith, thanking you for listening to the acronym-filled <laughs> OTP. Tighten up.